me ask you a, a more difficult question. Why are you attending a small group? Why? Why are you attending a small group? Ah, the food is good. The company is good. We have this joke in CCF Eastwood. If you don't like the small group that you're in, you can go to the next one due to the problem of food. All right? So they can go from one group to another just to make sure that they find food. And that's what I'll be talking about this morning. Why is it important for you to be part of a small group? And if you're part of a small group and you're, you seem to get bored, are you getting bored in a small group sometimes? Yeah? You will find a new reason why you are there. Are you with me? Yes or no? Yes. Okay. So, uh, but before I go to my message, how, how much time do I have? Two, three hours? Is that okay? Yeah, yeah, okay, 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 see you, see you. Yeah, I hope I catch my flight. All right, all right, yeah. Before I go to my topic, may I ask you, may I ask you this. Uh, what, what are, can you see that? Oh, it's not working, yes, this is not working. There. What are these? Blueprints, yes or no? Yeah, these are blueprints of intricate designs for cars, for houses, for gadgets, Everything has a plan, yes or no? Everything has a blueprint. You know, what happens if, if people who are builders, who are manufacturers of these gadgets, of these things, of these houses, of these bridges, if what, if, what if they don't follow the blueprint? What's going to happen? Disaster. Am I right? Let me give you a couple of examples. I don't know if you're familiar with this example. It is the MV Sewol. It's a Korean ferry that plies the, the route from Incheon to Jeju Island. Okay. Uh, this happened in some, sometime in 2014. Okay. So it was on a routine ferry trip. And it had about 400, 400 plus passengers, 476 to be exact, to be exact. And as they were making a sharp regular turn, a regular sharp turn, all of a sudden it capsizes. All right. It capsizes. And uh, 300 people died. 300 school children died. Because they were on their way, they're on their way to, a, uh, uh, to an outing. Are you following me? Yes? All right. Why? You see, friends, ships are made for a reason and with a particular design. Somehow, somebody did not follow the design. You know, a few years before that time, they added uh, more cabins on decks four, five, and seven. Yeah? When you do that, why, first, why do you do that? Because you want more passengers, yes or no? You more passengers, you make more money, yes or no? Okay, when you do that, you shift the, uh, uh, the center of gravity from below deck to the upper deck. Yes? And so when you turn, uh, you make a sharp turn, it's going to capsize. You see, that's what happened when, when they don't follow the design. Another example, in January 2012, you know, the, what's this ship, Jeff? Costa Concordia. It plies the route of Isola del Giglio. Yeah, that's not Louis Giglio, right? Yeah, Isola del Giglio in Italy, in the Mediterranean. And, and um, it was on a routine cruise. It's, uh, it had 4,000 passengers. It's the size of four uh, football fields. It's huge. It's like an entire community. It's, an, it's, it's a hotel. It's an entire community on that ship. And then what happened? You, you see, the, this ship, these ships, they follow a certain route. Yes, you cannot deviate. 
If you deviate, you have to tell somebody that you're going to deviate. So the captain decided to deviate. And guess what happened? Yeah? It went close to the rocks. The under portion of the, of the ship hit the rocks. And, and, the, and this particular ship capsizes. By God's grace, only 37 people died of the 4,000 people there. But the uh, captain was the first one off the ship. Okay, now what happened? You see, this is where the Bible is very true. This, this captain wanted to show off to his friend who was on the bridge. And he wanted to say, okay, we're going to do a pass-by yeah, uh, in your town, Isola del Giglio. And we're going to say, hello. So they're going to flash their lights, they're going to go slow. They went too close to the rocks. And he said, but see what the ship can do. Yeah, but of course... It capsizes. Friends, everything is about designing. Yes or no? Yeah. And, and what I'm going to tell you today is that you and I were made by a designer. Yes? And you and I have a design. There is such a thing as a principle of design that we cannot violate. Let me, let me tell you. For example, marriages. How many of you are married? Raise your hands. Are you happily married? Don't answer that question. <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right. All right. Okay. So, uh, I tell you, there is a principle. There is a design for marriages. And guess where it's rooted? It's rooted in your roles. Yes? For example, men, do you know what your role is? Love. Love. Yeah? Provide. And provide. Yeah? Those are very important roles. There are more, but those are the key roles. To love unconditionally and to provide for your wife. Well, what's the role of the wife? Uh, louder, please. <laughs> oh, good, good. You have a good church pastor in song. Yeah, yeah, they know their roles. All right. Submit and to respect. Okay. Leader, lover, provider. Hindi po liver lover. Leader, lover. Okay, and provider. Okay, so these are roles. Now, what happens if the roles crisscross? Patayna. It's going to be the 4th of July all over again. All right, now, okay, for singles, how many of you are single? Raise your hands. Ay, yung taga CCF dyan sa Manila, kilala kita. Okay, kilala kita, nakita kita dito. Single, raise your hands. Are you happy? You want to be happy? Yes or no? Come on. You know, I, 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 I've known singles. I've been, I've been single for a long time. You want to be happy, yes or no? Yes. But, you know, I, I have counseled so many people in my life, so many singles, and that yeah, I was also one of those crazy guys before. We all want to be happy, and sometimes we look for happiness in the wrong places. Am I right? Yeah. And, and you see, for example, we, we've been counseling so many people in Manila, and I, I, my heart goes out towards a single. Yeah. Why? Because they want to be happy. There's nothing wrong with that. But the problem is this. They think that having premarital sex or living in with somebody is going to give them happiness. Are you following me? Yeah. And, and, and that's not God's design. Because uh, sex is not really made for uh, before marriage. It's made for people who are married. And God wants you to be happy. He's the author of sex as well. Are you following me? And when that happens, disaster strikes. So, it, it's, it's very, very important for us to understand yeah, that God has designed, and there is a design for all of us. Do you want to experience real joy? Yes or no? Yes. 
And the real joy can only be found if you and I will follow God's design. Are you with me? Yeah. All right. That's simple. Yeah, yes. Now, and guess what? God's design is rooted in community. This is your community. CCF Los Angeles is your community. Are you following me? Yeah. And I've been talking about that, why it's important for you to understand that you and I are part of a community because God designed it for us to be that way. You see, I'll tell you one thing. We were never meant to be alone. Tama ba? Yeah. We were never meant to be alone. And God has given us a specific design for us to be together in a community. Now, there is power in being together. Yes or no? Yes. Let me tell you. Um, let me give you an example. There, uh, you know, how many of you were born, uh, were already alive in the 60s? Here, raise your hands. Talaga, tayong dalawa, no? How many of you were alive in the 70s to 80s? Raise your hands. Dito to oh. 81 and over. Ah, so this, I know now the profile. All right. You may know this example. Some of you can, may be able to identify with it. And some of you will not identify with it because it's going to show your age. But let me tell you, there is power in being together. There's power in being in a community. Let's watch this example. Now, how many of you could identify with that? Raise your hands. Oh, really? For those who can't, you know, uh, the Bible says liars go to? Oh, you said that. I didn't say that, all right? Okay. But let me tell you, friends, uh, that's true. They, they are ready. Individually, they are strong. But together, they are stronger. All right? So therefore, today I'd like to talk to you about the power of community, the power of being together, and we all must, what? Vault in to a D-group. Shall we bow our heads and uh, offer the rest of the time to the Lord so that I will only speak from His heart? Jesus, we just thank you so much for this wonderful morning that we can come here and, and, and have this privilege of sharing your word. Lord, I am nothing to what you have done compared to what you have done in my life. And right now, Lord Jesus Christ, I thank you for this privilege. I thank you for CCFLA. And that right now, we pray for your message that, Lord God, I will only speak your words, not my words, that I will depend on you. Lord, I just confess my complete dependence upon you, Lord God, that I couldn't give this message without you doing it for all of us. Teach me what to say, what not to say. And I pray that your words will not come back to you without accomplishing His purpose in our lives. I claim your awesome presence in this place. This I ask in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. Amen and amen. Are you ready? Yes. 
Yes, uh, Pastor Peter. Yeah. Are you ready? There is. Yeah, listen, guys. <laughs> you have to forgive me because Pastor Peter is our discipler. Yeah. Yeah. Kasama ko po si Pastor Insong. Pero may, there's somebody else na mas pasaway sa amin, si Pastor Glenn. Yeah, and I tell you, when Pastor Glenn is there, all hell breaks loose. Anyway, so, but si Pastor Insong is more stable. Yeah, yeah, I tell you, idol ko yan kasi galing kumanta. Anyway, there's a logic involving in, yes or no? Yeah, let me give you an example. Yeah, these are, I don't, I don't know if you're in the, uh, how many of you are in the construction business, but you, beams, all right, beams. These are two by four beams. Now, one beam, yeah, when you, when you build a house, when you build a structure, one beam can support 607 pounds. Okay? Now, what if you have two beams? You would say probably times two. No, 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 no. No, it's three times. Yeah, it, it's, it multiplies, all right? Two beams can support 1,821 pounds. Now, if you, if you, if you uh, nail those two beams together, how much weight can it support? Eight times as much. 4,878 pounds. If you want to add one more beam and you nail it, guess what? Yeah, it can support up to what? 14 times as much as only a single beam. There is such power in being together. And that's what I will be talking about today. Yeah, you and I were made to be part of a community. We are meant to be together in a group, in churches, in small groups. Okay? And I'll tell you the reason why. And I'll tell you, friends, why we need to join or to be part of a small group. Now, if you're, I know you're part of a small group, right? so I asked, I asked a question a while ago. You are part. But how to get the best out of it? How do you get the best out of being part of a small group? And you'll be surprised why you need to be part of a small group. We'll talk about a few things. Number one, it is God's design for community. Say community, yes or no? Yes. Community, say community. community. It's God's design for? Yes. Care. It's God's design for? Yes. It's God's design for? Yes. So those are the four C's. So we're going to start with the first one. It's God's design for what? Yes. Community. All right. So, Friends, Acts 2.41 says this, So then, those who had received this word were baptized. And that day, how many souls were added? How many? Do you realize, friends, that the first message ever, ever preached during the first century church was about Jesus Christ, about what he did on the cross? And because of that, how many people got saved? 3,000 souls were added. All right, friends, God wants you to grow what to do now with the 3,000 souls yeah you just gonna say okay we have received Christ Lord and Savior goodbye see you in heaven yeah because God wants you to grow in being more like Jesus are you following me yeah and that's why God designed it to be this way how what were these 3,000 people supposed to do they were continually devoting themselves to what the apostles' teaching and to fellowship, to the breaking of bread and what? Prayer. Friends, these are the things that you do in a small group. Yes or no? Yeah. First, Bible study. Yes or no? Yeah. Devote yourselves to the teaching of the Bible. All right? And what? To 
fellowship. Now, there's no problem with Filipinos when it comes to fellowship. Am I right? Especially with the breaking of bread. Yes or no? Yeah, yeah. And, and, but sometimes we forget to pray. <laughs> sometimes long, sometimes long. But look, look, look. How often were doing, they, were, they were doing this? They were doing it what? Day by day, continuing with one mind. Where? In the temple. This is the temple, the big group temple. And breaking bread from house to house, small group. Get it? Big group to small group. They were taking their meals together. Friends, I tell you, if you come to CCF East, would like what you have here. In, in, uh, I know you have a D-group in the afternoon. On a Sunday, you still do that? In the evening? Okay, but I used to come here before and you would have that. Yeah. If you want to get the best food in CCF East, would come on a Saturday. Because all the groups meet. Most of the groups meet. If you want pancit, you go to this group. Pichi Pichi, this other group. <laughs> you, you want to get lechon, it's another group. It's always like that. Yeah, so I'm there on a Sunday, a Saturday, to make sure I taste the food. And there are also certain people who would go from one group to another because they follow the pastor. Are you following me? Yeah, and I tell them, hey, hey, wait, wait, you have to stick to one. But of course, yeah, if that's the only reason why you're attending a small group, yeah, which is the food, you're missing the point. Yeah, you're celebrating your seventh year anniversary next year, next two, two weeks' time. And you know what? That's exciting because you're going to bring food, you'll be feeding one another. And that's what it, it's all about. It's giving. It's giving. Let me, let me talk, talk about that some more. And look, 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 look at this. In Acts 2.47, it says what? They were praising God and having favor with all the people, with all the people around. Yes? All right. And the Lord was what? Why? Why were people being saved? Let me tell you. you know, in your small groups, may nag-iiyakan ba? Oh, meron. May nagtatawanan. There are people who, are, who laugh. There are people who cry. And guess what the people outside are saying? Crazy people, no? These guys, they laugh, they cry. They hug, then they laugh, they cry, they fight. They laugh, they cry, they fight, and they hug again. Yeah, something must be going on in that group. Yeah, but they still love one another. Are you following me? And that's what happens in the small group. Yeah, that's a place where you can feel safe, be yourself, and, 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 and you, will be, you will learn exactly what God is teaching you through your other small group members. And when people see that, they're going to say, I want to also have that kind of joy. I want to be part of that group. You're being authentic if you're part of a small group and you bear out your, your, your hearts. Are you following me? Yeah, so that's what happens in a small group. Now, that's why, you see, you and I must what? Vault in to a D group. You must vault in to a D group. Now, friends, if you want to become all that God wants you to be, yeah, you must follow His design. And His design is this. Let me show you. All right? Let us consider what? To stimulate. Everybody, let's see this together. Every. Let us consider how to stimulate one another to love and to good deeds, not forsaking our own as is, but and all the more. You see, you see, friends, you want to get the most out of your small group, you don't go there for yourself. You see, the, word, the Bible says consider. You see the word consider? You think think you plan ahead plan ahead for what to stimulate to encourage one another 
You know, I used to go to a small group saying, you know, what am I going to learn today? What am I going to, what am I going to, what, 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 can I, what can I get out of this group today? That used to be me. Yeah? And then if it's the food, I'm sure this guy is going to bring this kind of food today. I'm going to, I'm going to go. If it's going to be encouragement, I'm sure my leader will encourage me. If it's going to be something like, yeah, I don't want to go to the group today because you know, you know? Yeah, but you see, sometimes you go because you want to be blessed. Nothing wrong with that. But the Bible says you are there to think before, to stimulate and encourage one another. That, when I learned that principle, my entire, my entire concept about, about small groups changed. Because now I think, how can I encourage this person in my group? How can I encourage the other person who is going through this kind of thing? So I think before, so I, I, I always pray, Lord, how can, I, uh, how can I bless this person? And that changed my entire perspective. And I tell you, if you are there in a small group and you want to, you want to get the most out of it, yeah, yeah, you not only vault into a small group, but you are there so that you are able to bless somebody. Now, to bless the other person. Now, friends, let me tell you. Uh, why is service or serving in the small group so important? Yeah, in this room, there are two kinds of people. There are givers. There are takers. There are people who bless. There are people who are being blessed. Yes or no? Now, let me ask you, who are the, who, which group is the happier group of people? The takers or the givers? Yeah, you know that from, 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 from concept. But is it true? Is it really true? Okay, that's why, you see, in Eastwood, when we have anniversaries, when we have a lot of things that are going on, people are givers. They want to bless. But let me give you, uh, you know, Pastor Insong, you've, you've done this, you, and you've been to the Holy Land before. Yeah, we've been there. We were there just last year again. And you see, there are two major bodies of water in, in, in Israel. One is the Dead Sea, and the other one is the Sea of Galilee. Yes? Yeah, the Dead Sea is dead. Nothing lives in the Dead Sea. That's 1,400 feet below sea level. But Pastor JP is only five feet below sea level. We do not see each other eye to eye. Anyway. JP lang yun, ha? Si JP. Alright. Now, I tell you. Uh, yun, below sea level. Yun. So, hindi <laughs> na kuha, bro, eh. That's an, that's an old joke we had, remember? The original small group. Anyway, so, so you must understand. Yeah? Nothing lives there. Nothing grows in the Dead Sea. Everything is dead. Uh, the salinity level is so high, that's why nothing lives. Yeah? It's 33.7%. Yeah, it's nine times higher than that of regular salt water. All right? Now, why is that? Everything goes down from the, from the Hermon Mountains all the way to the Sea of Galilee, through the Jordan, and through the, to the Dead Sea. The difference why the Jordan is, uh, the Jordan and the, uh, the, the Sea of Galilee is teeming with life, because, you know, everything flows out. The water flows out. The reason why the Dead Sea is dead, nothing flows out. You see that? Now, if, you, if God is going to use you, if you are here and, you are, and God has given you the, the grace of knowing Him, of being saved, you are not supposed to just do nothing. You are supposed to bless other people. Am I right? Yes. And that's the reason why you, know, you need to be part of a small group. So what better way can you bless people if you are not in a group 
That's where you can practice love. That's where you can practice uh, grace. Yeah. So, so friends, many of us uh, Christians are like the Dead Sea. We remain dead because we do not serve Him, and there's spiritual dryness. Yeah. And I tell you, I've discovered in the many years that Pastor Insong and I have been in, in ministry, the happiest people are those who serve Him, particularly in a small group. Particularly in a small group. Now, how will we know? How will I know if you have problems? How will you know if your people have problems if they're not part of a small group? Diba? If you're not connected to the group, to a group, if you're not uh, blessing other people in a group, you, or if you're not sharing your issues, your problems, people can't help you. I won't be able, your, your pastor will not know how, it, how, how to... How to help you if you're not part of a small group. Yeah? And, 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 and it's so important for us to understand that you and I are supposed to be there. Yeah? And, and I, I tell you, uh, it is God's design. Yeah? It is God's design. So why join a small group? Again, number one, it is for community. Number two, it is for care. For care. Now, let me tell you. Yeah, we join a small group because it is God's design for us to care for one another. That's why you see Galatians 6.2. Everybody, read this together, everybody. Bear one another's burdens now, and thereby fulfilling the law of Christ. Friends, you will see this one another statements 100 times in the Bible at least. Yeah, serve one another, love one another, yeah, comfort one another. Tell me, how can you, how can you uh, follow or obey that command if you're not part of a group? Diva? Yeah. That's why you need to understand that you need to be part of a group. And, 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 and you can only obey that command in, in a good way if you're part of a group. Now, I don't know about you, but I consider small groups a gift from God. For me, it's been a gift. Yeah? Do you consider your small group a gift to you? Are you, a gift? Are you gifts to other people in your, in your groups? Are you blessing them? And that's the only way you will understand what it means to bear one another's burden. I'll give you an example later on. Yeah, how else do we care for one another? It says here, comfort. Say that with me, everybody. Say, comfort one another with these words. Okay? Yeah. How am I to comfort one another if you and I are not part of a group? All right? If you don't, you're part of a group now, but you don't even share. Wala rin. What else happens? 5.13 in Galatians, it says what? For you were called to freedom, brethren. Only do not turn your freedom into an opportunity for the flesh, but through love, what? Serve. Serve. Okay. It's all over the place. This one another statements. Comfort, bear, love, serve. Serve one another. Yeah. How can I serve you? How can we serve each other if we're not, if we're not aware of our needs? If we're not aware, if, you're, if others are not aware of, their, of your needs, yeah? Friends, do you realize that CCF, I'll ask you a question. Is CCF a small group church or is CCF a, a church with small groups? Okay, who says CCF is a small group church? Raise your hands. How many of you say CCF is a church with small groups? Yeah, Pastor Insong and I, we, we've been in CCF all our lives. It's the first one. CCF has always been. A small group church. Now, what do I mean? You see, I entered CCF 32 years ago. Tagal no? 
AIM, yeah. And I was in the, the first, my first Bible study was in 1986, I believe. And I, I tell you, we were all single at that time. Single, come on, bro. Oh, is that okay? Oh, now you forgot. Yeah, <laughs> you forgot. Yeah, you don't answer it anymore. Okay, all right. You, you see, we, we, I was single, and um, I don't know. I, I think Val just is coming here. No, Val Victa is also here. Single pa siya noon, and he was really a bit different at the time. Barkada namin, and Joey Conti, and a few other. Yeah, they were the macho. Ako yung macho nuri no araw sa girlfriend ko. Anyway, so, it was now my wife. All right, anyway, so, at that time, we started joining CCF, well, Bible study, which eventually evolved to the first single small group. Yeah? That's how, it, that's how it happened. That's why, you see, friends, when we meet on a weekday for our small groups, we celebrate on a Sunday. That's why we call it Sunday in Eastwood and in, in CCF Gateway, Sunday Celebration. Because we celebrate with the other small groups together. The real thing happens in small groups. And then you celebrate together. You know, when we started CCF in, in Gateway, same thing. We were meeting for a year. Until we had about 20 groups meeting consistently, then we celebrated on a Sunday. You see, that's why CCF is a, is a church. It's a small group church where people come together to celebrate on a Sunday. That's why I tell you, the main event is the small group. Okay? It is how God wants us to be together. That's why, friends, if you're not part of a small group, you need to vault in, yeah? And you, got, you have to get the best out of it, yeah? Now, you see, friends, let me tell you how it works, this thing about care. A month ago, yeah, um, there was a great need in our church, in CCF Eastwood. And this need, one of our pastors there, uh, he, he, his daughter, I have his permission to tell you this story. His daughter uh, had a psychiatric event, and uh, she, she had to go to a hospital, it's a psychiatric care thing. It's not cheap. Okay, so it was he was there for about two weeks. Then and then then he came up to me and said, Pastor Jester, do you know of anybody who who's, who who would want to buy a car? Because I want like I like to sell my car. I asked you, brother, why are you selling your car? Because I don't have to pay. So he needed seventy-five thousand to pay for the hospital bills of this of, 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 of her daughter, of his daughter. I said, No, brother, don't don't sell your car. We'll pray. We'll pray. The Lord will provide. I said that, and I didn't know where, what's going to happen. So, like your example here. I prayed. We all prayed. In two hours, two people came up to me and said, Pastor Jess, is there a pending need in the church? A real big need. Oh, yeah, just two hours ago, I just heard that this guy needs help. Would you please pray about it. Yeah, these two people gave more than enough money to cover the hospital bills of the pastor. And I tell you, that's the way God works. I will not know if that pastor who's in my D group did not share. And those two other people were also in my D group and they said they want to help. So I just, I'm just the matchmaker. Are you following? Yeah. And that's what happens in a small group. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's what happens in a small group. Now, friends, yeah. You need to be part of a small group because 
you see, you need to bless them. You need to hear them out. So you, how, how do you serve them, by the way? How do you serve them? Look at this verse. Read this with me. First Peter 4.10. As each one has received a special gift, employ it in serving one another as good stewards of the manifold grace of God. Friends, you will not know your gifts until you are part of a group. You will not know your gifts until you try. You see, there are people who want to try to sing. Yeah, but God is saying they are not gifted with singing. There are many people in the past that we said, bro, pwede pa sa parking kana lang. Kapat ng si Pastor Insong, kilala niyo yun eh. Alright, yeah, yeah. So, so, there are people who, who, who believe they have the gift of singing. Yeah, but it doesn't work that way. Yeah, when people are blessed, maybe of the gift. Yes or no? Yeah, that's why we tell them, you will not know until you try. At least they try. So, God has given us a gift and you're supposed to use that gift. Yeah, you know friends, there are many people who are lonely in this world. Yes or no? Yeah, many, many, many. There are many people who are just longing to be comforted, to be encouraged. And I tell you, friends, how can we know, how will we know if you're that part of a small group? But the mindset is this. When you're part of a small group, your mindset should be to bless. To be blessed is okay, but your first priority is to what? To bless. It is to bless. Let me give you an example. Are you, I'm sure you're familiar with the geese. The geese story. You know, the geese, they always fly in a V formation. There's a reason. Okay, there's a reason. When the geese fly in a V formation, it's an old story, um, uh, because they flap their wings at, in cadence almost at the same time, the, the wind increases their lift by 71%. Lift and speed, 71%. All right, now, the head goose, oh, where's the, where are the geese? Oh, there. The head goose, he, he, it suffers the most drag, yes? And sometimes, and many times, it will get tired. So what does it do? It rotates back to the formation, and a new goose will become the leader. Are you following me? All right, that's what happens. Yeah, they take turns. And then get, when they flap their wings, yeah, um, what, they, they don't just stay quiet. They what? They honk. They quack. You know? They, they honk. As if saying, hey guys, go forward. Go ahead. You're doing great. So they, they, they want to make sure that they encourage the guys in front, just, just go forward. Yeah? And when one of the geese would get sick or it gets tired and drops off from the formation, two geese will follow it down. And accompany it until it is nursed back to, to health or until it dies. And then those two geese will go back and find another flock. God has assigned us in the same way. Walang iwanan. Walang iwanan. Yeah. And that's why I'm so blessed to be part of a small group. Uh, why are we in the U.S.? Yes, we had our vacation. Yes, that's true. But I was with my D group. Yeah, we, we were somewhere in Alaska. So I was with my D group. Some of them were there with us. I had an old friend from my old, old D group. My first D group, his name is Joey Plenty. Uh, Joey Conte. Yeah, Conte. Joe, Joey Conte. He lives in Michigan. He has migrated. So uh, we are spending our 25 years uh, being married to our wi respective wives Yeah, this year. Yes, 25 years. Thank you. And God is good. 
I told my wife one day we're going to go on an Alaskan cruise, and the Lord just provided. And we went with our D group. That's what a D group is. Yeah? Walang pera. God will provide. God owns everything naman eh. Yeah? Walang pera ako ngayon. Yeah? But God will replenish. Yeah? God will replenish. Yeah? Okay, so friends, why are you part of a small group again? Number one, yeah? You join a group for community, for care, and then you join for what? Character development. Yes or no? Yes. Character. Now, this is interesting. Hebrews 3.13, it says, But, say that with me, but, encourage one another day after day, as long as it's still called today, so that none of you will be what? Hardened by the deceitfulness of sin. Friends, many times our hearts get hardened. Another word, Kalus, Tagalog, kalyo. Diba? Okay, what, how, how does our heart get into that state? When we fall into sin and we don't deal with it. We get away with the sin. Alright? We don't deal with it. We keep on doing it. It becomes easier for us to do it over and over again. We get callous. Yes or no? We get, uh, our hearts get hardened. Ladies, how, how, how does it feel, ladies, when you first wore high-heeled shoes. Masakit ba? Was it painful? Yeah, I cannot relate. I don't, you, I don't know why you ladies, when you have to wear shoes that make your feet go like that. <laughs> yeah. But over time, you get used to it. Why? Because you develop what? Kalyo. <laughs> and I tell you, friends, yeah, when that happens, it's normal. You don't feel it anymore. Kasi danigas na eh. Yeah, na All right. So that's sin is like that. Yeah, sin is like that. So how do you get how do you get rid of spiritual calluses? Small group. A small group. If they really love you, they will tell you. They will tell you, brother. There is this something that you did or what something that you said that's not exactly right. You know, until today, my small group. You know, I have, I have three groups. I have a men's group of men who are 50, uh, half, half my age, 24, 25 years old, 30 years old. Lahat po yung kinasal ko na, except for four people. Yeah? And uh, I tell you, I'm so blessed with that group. I have another group on, on a Wednesday, and that's a, a group of men and women. These are, these are the couples group. Then on Thursday, well, that's a group of mixed group yan. All right? But I'm so blessed. Why? Because we can tell each other, one another, what's wrong with one another. They tell me, Pastor Jess, the way you talked to that person was really so bad. Pastor Insong knows me so well. Yeah, and uh, Pastor Insong and I have gone through thick and thin. That's why there was a time I had to apologize to him because he called my attention to something. Did you forgive me, no, Pastor? Of course. Okay, very good. <laughs> Lynette, did you forgive me? No? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah, you see, but we remain friends. You know, when, when I asked for his forgiveness, he said something like this. Brother, I've already forgiven you. You know, when that happens, I've already forgiven you. It means you do not hold the sin against your brother. You forgive, yeah, you forgive the person no matter what. That's why your pastor, I tell you, we've been together all for a long time. But of course, because you, 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 know, you know this thing? Yeah, iron sharpens iron. Yeah, but I tell you, it's always good to know God, to have God in the center of your lives. Yeah, so friends, therefore, 
encourage one another and build up one another just as you are also doing. You see, uh, let me tell you, friends, sin is deceitful. Yeah? yabang-yabang ko araw eh. Hanggang pa naman eh. Konti na lang, brother. Konti na lang. Konti na lang. Yeah. But you see, I need friends like in song. I need friends like Glenn is a big problem. But he told me once, brother, you have to improve in that area. Then I listen. Yeah, you see? So we're all corporate guys kasi. Yeah. Sira ulo namin. At least ako, nung haraw. Yeah. I've seen people in sinful relationships. I've seen them. Yeah, I've, I've seen them, uh, especially the singles. Uh, they've made so many compromises with their lives. Yeah. And they would say, Pastor Jess, sige na. I am, especially the, the, the older singles, who, the, the girls. Yeah. Oh, remember that girl I brought here before? Oh, uh, she was 30 years old. Your boyfriend niya at the time was 45. Kinasal ko yun. She, she got born again here. Yeah. She was attending your church here. Yeah, but side story. Okay. Anyway, that was three years ago. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so I know when somebody is in sin. Yeah, I know when, 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 when singles are in sin. You know why? You know why I know? Ask me why. They, they don't attend the D group anymore. And you know why, why, why I know for sure they're in sin? Well, I won't be judging, brother. They just be on a cruise together, you know. They, they post their pictures on Facebook together. Hule. Then I call the D group leader, the lady D group leader. Oh, why is she not attending your group anymore? Eh, pastor, in love eh. Oh, talaga? Pag in love pala, nawawala. Yeah. And then, pero the girl, the, the D group leader would say, Pastor, that's okay. Pag nag-break yan, babalik din yan. <laughs> Totoo naman eh. It's true. Yeah, I've seen that happen. Yeah. <laughs> but friends, let me tell you, that's why you look at 5.14. We admonish one another. Yes or no? In love. Now, how will you know if somebody has bad breath? <coughs> how would you know if you have bad breath? You will not know. But your friend will know. Yes or no? Bro, wabawin niya mo. Di ba? Wabawin niya tignan yung katabi niyo. Okay, wag na, wag na. Yeah. How will you know if somebody has body odor? You will not know if you, you have body odor until somebody tells you, uh, bro. What is your uh, deodorant, right? Okay. How will you know if you are proud? You will not know. Until Pastor Peter tells me I'm proud. Are you following me? I am too proud. And then, and then, and then that's the time I would say, oh, nga. we all have our blind spots, yes? And we need people in our small group to tell us that. So when people tell you, they admonish you in love, Please don't take it against them. Because they love you. They love you enough to tell you what's wrong. Yes? Because, you know, please, don't always say, don't get friends who will tell you always great things about you. They're not your friends, really. Your real friends are people who will tell you what's wrong with you. That's what happens in a small group. There's accountability, yes or no? We are accountable to one another. We see each other's defects. 
Yeah? Um, uh, that's why we admonish one another. You see, kasi si Satan, when somebody tells you there's something wrong with you, may bad breath ka, or masyado ka mayabang, guess what? Satan will use that to make you tampo. Yes or no? That's why Pastor Peter has a great uh, word for tampo in English. What's tampo in English? Tempo. tempo. <laughs> yeah? yeah? You see, that's why, you, you know why? Because Spurgeon says this, Satan always hates Christian fellowship. It is his policy to keep Christians apart. Anything which can divide saints from one another, he delights in. He attaches far more importance to godly intercourse than we do. Since union is strength, he does his best to promote separation. You see, pag nagtampo na, patay na. That's why we have this old saying in school. Of course, the only school, the blue one, is a very good one, right? Okay. Sorry, guys. Yeah, yeah. I see somebody in green, so I'm very careful. Yeah, yeah. But you see, we when we are when we were in school, we were always say, "Kapatid, ang pikon talo." All right, pikon talo. So, friends, that's the reason why you and I must vault in to a small group. Now, when you join a small group, are you there to just Say your piece. Ito, tama to. And you won't even listen. People come into small groups with their own perspectives. Yes or no? Yes. Let me prove to you that we all have different perspectives. You see this picture? Tell me, how many faces do you see? There. Do you see some faces there? Do you see some images of faces? Can you count? How many see three and below? Okay. How many see four to six? Oh, very good. How many of you see six to six to seven? Six to nine? Six to nine? Raise your hand. Six to nine? Or seven to nine, rather? How many of you see ten? More than ten? Walang ten yan, huh? Let's count. One is the main face. Yes or no? Two. You see that? You see? Yeah? It's hard for me to see from here, but yes, there's a there's a guy there, all right? There, sa ears, yung babae. All right? Four. Where's that? Sa iya. Okay. You see that? Four. The baby. Yes. Five. Where's the fifth one? You see there, in the side, there's a lady facing towards me. Six. You see that face? Yes. Seven. Yeah. Eight. Nine. Yes. You see nine? But you know, you join a small group. Hindi. 150 yan. Basta. Tama ako. Okay? You do not listen. You know, in small groups, you listen. Yes or no? Do you listen to your pastor? Do you listen to your small group? Small group leaders, raise your hands. Small group leaders. D group leaders, please raise your hands. Do you get the feeling that your, your people are listening to you? Nagitap sa magot, bro. Sabi ni Pastor Peter, if they won't listen to you, listen means to also obey. As long as it's, it's godly, yes? It's what the Bible says. If, if they won't obey, Pastor Peter told this to me one time, if they won't obey, eh, let's just be friends, let's have a cup of coffee, but don't call me your discipler. Yeah? Are you following me? Yeah? So, you see, friends, iron sharpens iron. So one man 
sharpens another. But I tell you, Jesus Christ also had a problem. Yes or no? His people didn't listen to him. They were not, you know why they weren't listening to him? Let me show you this picture. It was so difficult for him to get their attention. Look at that. Grabe! You know? They were all doing selfies. They were doing their Instagram, their Facebook. Yeah. Yeah. And Jesus Christ was like, oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just joking. It's just a joke. So, friends, you and I must what? Vault into a? Why? Because joining a group is God's design for community, for care, for character, and as we close, for cooperation. Okay. Yeah. A D group is God's design for cooperation. Ecclesiastes 4, 9 and 10 says, two are better than one. Say that with me. Two are? Yeah. Because they have a good return for their labor. For if... Uh, if either of them falls, the one will what? Lift up his companion, but woe to the one who falls when there is not another to lift him up. Friends, woe to one another, uh, to the one who falls rather. We are never meant to be alone. We are designed to be part of a small group. Do you remember the time when Pastor Glenn lost his house yeah. to fire? Yeah, yeah. Um, he, there was a fire in his house, and the next day, before Pastor Peter could even visit, all the D group members have been there already, and all have already helped. There was a time that after you know, I we lost our part of our house to a fire, also in 2005. Yes, and I, I tell you um, that was because I was attending Pastor Glenn's Bible study. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so we went home. We lost our second floor to a fire. The next day, people were just there. They were calling. They were saying, uh, Jess, I wasn't the pastor yet at that time. We're going to, can we send you some, some of these? We're going to, brother, it's okay. Marami na. Sobra na. Yeah. I'm sure you know what I'm talking about when you're in this country. Yes or no? Yeah, you need each other. God has put you in this community for a reason. There's no accident here, huh? Yeah, yes. There's no accident here. Yeah. God gave you Pastor in song and Inet. No accident. <laughs> Imagine that. Papagamot lang si Inet. May church na. What can God do through your children and through your children's children? Amazing. Amazing. Yeah. So, so friends, you see, if, if one, look at this. Can you see that? If one can overpower him who is alone, two can what? Resist them. Accord the three strands is not quickly torn apart. You and I were meant to be part of a group. I want to show you a short video of the strength of being part of traveling together, traveling through life together. Let's watch this video. I'm sure you've seen this, but I'm sure you like it. You look for the D group leader, okay? He's there. Eh? Eh? 
it's it's not only smarter, it is safer. Yes or no? It is safer. So friends, your D group is a gift from God, and you are a gift to the people in your D group. That's how the Lord has designed us to be together. You know, I'm sure uh, you know what I'm talking about. That's why we need to what? Vault in to a D group. And that's our topic. Now, let me ask you as we close. What are these? Horses. Yeah, they, they look like horses, yes? <laughs> these are not ordinary horses. These are Belgian horses. All right? Belgian horses have a, have, have a particular uh, characteristic. Let me tell you what it is. Yeah? Individually, they can pull up to 8,000 pounds. Individually. But if you put them together, how much can they pull? You say 16? No, it's 20,000 pounds. You should know what I'm saying is true. I googled this, right? <laughs> if those two horses grew up together, they've been together all their lives, they can pull up to 30,000 pounds. The power of being together. Friends, there's a lesson to be learned. Together, we are stronger. As we close, I've asked my wife to share a short testimony of how a small group has changed the life of a person. How a small group has made this person embrace Jesus. Jerry, she's already crying. Wala pa nga eh, no? Okay, sige. Good morning. Um, I came to know the Lord uh, 29 years ago. I worked in a multinational company for 18 years in Manila before I joined my husband in Jakarta, Indonesia. Two weeks after my second miscarriage, I met an Indonesian Muslim lady, her name is Ade, in the office of a Filipino friend. While we were both waiting, we had a conversation. She told me that she had an appointment with the doctor the next day to have an abortion. I was alarmed. I told her it is a sin and is morally wrong. The Holy Spirit prodded me to share God's love to her. So I asked her if she knows Jesus Christ, and she told me that she heard about him. I remembered getting a track in my purse and um, got the, God's way to heaven and shared God's word to her, how God loved her, how Christ suffered and died for her sins. Then I invited her to join our D group in the house. We parted ways and forgot everything about it. Six months after, one night, while we were having a D group in the house, someone knocked, and when I opened the door, I saw a pregnant woman, and after recognizing her, it was Ade. By the grace of God, Ade continued her pregnancy and did not abort the baby. Since then, she started attending our discipleship group until she gave birth. You see, at that time, she was a single parent. Our members took care of all her needs. A couple paid for her hospital bills. Our friend gave one month's salary of baby's milk. Others gave baby clothes. We bought a crib for her. Another couple gave her a job in their company to support her son. She continued to attend our D group in the house in Jakarta, Indonesia. 
After a few months, she dedicated her baby to the Lord and named him Isaiah. Today, Isaiah is 21 years old, taking up medicine in the University of Colorado here in the US. I praise God that after all these years, he allowed us to get in touch, to be in touch. She found me in Facebook in November 2012. Let me read to you her letter to me. This was how she wrote it, unedited. I'll read to you the letter. Jerry, I remember the first day we met. You as my client, I respect so much. I do remember you, your exact word, how God will be upset and will never give me a child ever. And I will never forget you and Jess pay my monthly doctor's visit. Our Bible study group and some of my salary fund Isaiah birth. You and Jess are the one who always support me. I have many bitterness towards Christian, but you guys wash it away. I learned so much from you too. I know I can't pay you back all the things you and Jess done for me, but I know God will. And that's why I always tag you and Jess all Isaiah done in his life. He wants to be a doctor. We can't afford it, but he worked hard to get scholarship. That's why I tag you in the story. He grew up to be a fine young man. He is more mature beyond his age. He see my pain I have to go through in bringing him up. And he is grateful for his sacrifice that he is now. Now he is adopted by my husband seven years ago and him being an American is sky's the limit for him. And all my words above is just basically praising the Lord for Isaiah. And I'm grateful that he used you to talk to me, even when you invited me for dinner, that actually was a Bible study. I will never forget that. I have a word for you, meal ministry, hehehe. <laughs> I still remember Jess' sermon that night. When God knocks at the door and you open the door, he will come in and dine with you. I realize I never opened the door to any God. Even growing up, I was in Al-Azhar Academy, best Muslim academy at that time. I never knew who God is. Thank you for you too. You are blessed for me. Thank you, Jerry. Keep us in your prayer. Send my, pray send my story to all your congregation. I know it will blessing for them or other people might tell this story too. Let God work on me, show to the world, world for him who give this life to me and Isaiah. I hope one day we can see each other again. You two are always welcome to visit us here in Qatar. Or maybe we get a chance to visit you in the Philippines. Love you, Ade. Meanwhile, Ade continues to minister to women with unwanted pregnancies in, uh, in small groups. Children are indeed a gift from God and became an act and became active in her church in Qatar as a small group leader. Just last year, after our Holy Land prayer tour uh, visit, we went to Dubai for ministry assignment. We met Ade after 20 years. She made a Skype call to her, to her, to her son, Isaiah, and as soon as we saw each other, he thanked me for his life today. God used a small group to influence Ade to know Jesus, to grow in her love for Jesus and for her not to abort the pregnancy. 
I praise God for discipleship groups. To God be the glory. Ade and uh, his, her Christian husband, they live in Doha, Qatar. The children are here. I say I study in the University of Colorado taking up medicine. Yeah. God is good. Yes or no? Amen. Yeah. And I tell you, we just don't know how God can use small groups. Small groups are a blessing. They are a blessing. Friends, I tell you, some of you might think, that you have nothing to offer small groups. Maybe you're so hurt. Maybe you're so burdened. I have nothing to offer. Yeah, I've, I've made so many mistakes in my life. Friends, you're not supposed to be perfect to join a group. You're there because we're all struggling. Yes or no? Yeah, and, and friends, God will use those mistakes, those burdens, those trials, yeah, and transform them into his strengths in your life. That's what he does in a small group. And that's why you should join a small group. And the best way you can the best thing you can do in a small group is to be a blessing to the people in your small group. You know friends, uh, let me show you by this last with this last example. Many people can say complain about problems about um, you know, I am not ready to even share anything. I have so many, I'm so burdened. I, I've done so many things in the past, and God can't even use my mistakes. You're wrong. God can use your weaknesses, yes or no? And your weaknesses, He will transform them into strengths. Let's watch this final video.
friends, it's all about attitude. That couple could have complained. Why do I only have one arm? Why do I have only one leg? I can't join a small group. I'm too hurt. Yeah, I, my groups before, they've hurt me. Yeah? Friends, hurt is part of the process. Yeah? And God can use your hurt, your pain, your problems, and transform your life. And that's what happens in a small group. Why don't we pray? Friends, I don't know why you're here this morning. But maybe if you're not yet part of a small group, God is telling you to vault in to a D group, to a small group. Why? Because that's God's design to grow. Or maybe you're here, you're part of a small group, but you don't get the most out of it. Why? Because you always are on the receiving end. Maybe we need to change our perspective to be a blessing, to be a child of grace to the people in your groups. So if that is you, maybe those people who don't know Jesus, um, I'm probably not here by accident either. When I learned about this, I had to change all my plans today to be here. But I praise God for the privilege of talking to you about this, this message. And if you're here and you want to know Jesus, you need to know him first and to be part of his community. Are you following me? So if that is you, why don't we bow our heads? If there's anyone here, who want to know Jesus from their hearts. You know, and you, you, you're tired of your religion because religion doesn't really save. But a relation with Jesus Christ does save. And He's inviting you today not only to know Him, but to be part of His community. So if that is you, and you want to say, Lord, I've been running away from you for quite some time. I've been trying to get your approval, but I always made mistakes. I, I am so, I, I'm so much burdened. I'm so much in pain. Real joy is only found in Christ. So if that is you, you bow your heads. If that is you, you want to say, Jesus, will you be my Savior? You pray this prayer. Lord Jesus, forgive me. Forgive me for running away from you for quite some time. Forgive me for not acknowledging you in my life. Forgive me for trying many ways to reach you. But Lord, you've done everything to save me. I have sinned against you many times in the past. Jesus, I confess all my sins. Say that. I confess all my sins to you, Lord. Forgive me. I believe in what you have done on the cross. That you died and you paid the penalty of my sin, which is death. Thank you, Lord. I am not deserving of that. I don't deserve that. But because of your grace, I now accept your invitation. Jesus, will you be my Savior? Will you come into my life? Be my Master and my Savior, right here, right now. I want to give my life to you. And I claim, Lord, your promise of eternal life. Because your Bible says, He who has the Son has life. He who does not have the Son of God does not have life. Thank you, Lord, for saving me. Amen. If you're here, you're part of a small group, 
and you, your small group, you feel you're not getting the most out of it, you need to recommit, recommit to God and say, Lord, beginning today, I will be a blessing. I will be a blessing. I want to bless other people. Only then can you experience that you will be a channel of grace to other people. You pray this prayer. Lord Jesus, I've been part of a small group all my life. But Lord God, I feel that I'm not getting the most out of it. Will you please change my perspective, my mindset that I'm not there only to be blessed, but to be a blessing. I therefore recommit my life to you in the small group that I would be a blessing to them. Amen. I pray, Lord God, for CCF Los Angeles. I pray for Pastor Insong and Lynette and the rest of the COS. And Lord God, you have put them here for a reason, not by accident. Jesus, will you cause them to even love you much, much more. Embrace you, Lord God, with all the love that they've got. And I pray that you're going to continue to bless this church and cause it to grow because of you, because of you and you alone. Uh, Jesus Christ, these people will invite more people and start new churches in this part of the world. I consecrate all these people for your glory. I pray that you will use them, you will bless them, they will multiply in your name. This I pray in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. Amen, amen. and amen. Good morning, everyone. <laughs>